Hey there, welcome to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm your host and resident brain changer, Victoria D. Walker, and I'm so happy that you're here. And first, happy Thanksgiving, all my lands. We have oh so much to be thankful and grateful for. My prayer for you is that you are gathered around those you love and that you feel connected and a part of God's glorious family. You are so valuable and worthy and you have such an important role to play in this life. I, for one, am most powerfully impacted by the fact that as believers, we have someone to thank. We can be thankful for the fact that we are alive and running, thankful that God created us with a mission, a purpose, and we are never alone. Giving thanks to God is a powerful position that we can take that humbles us yet reminds us that we serve a God who loves us so much that he sent his son to die for us and make us right with God. Plus, we have his spirit right now, right here to guide us. What more do we want or need? And listen, I am pretty fired up about our topic for today. It's the power of our mindsets. Well, what is a mindset? A mindset is the prevalent mental attitude, a position or inclination that we choose regarding any issue or life in general. I like to think of mindsets as outer clothing, like a big raincoat that covers us up and is the first thing others see when they come walking our way. Mindsets are broad to me and extremely powerful to protect us from the quote elements, so to speak, which can be harsh, obstructive, and painful at times. Well, today we're going to talk about the impact and influence the COVID pandemic has had on many of us. And you're saying, wait, you're going to talk about COVID on Thanksgiving. And yep, why? Because I want to share with you exactly how I take off the COVID cloak and put on in its place a garment of praise, gratitude, and thankfulness instead. Some of us may not be feeling very thankful on this day. And listen, that's okay. Maybe you're worried about your job. Maybe there are just nagging issues plaguing your mind and bringing you down. Maybe you're feeling fed up and even angry. And COVID happens to be the central target for your frustration. Well, stay tuned because I'd like to share with you a real life story of how with God's leading, I've shifted mindsets during the time of COVID. It may just help you to realize that it is possible. And before you know it, you'll see the sunshine again. Does this sound interesting? Okay, but before we jump in, let me offer a few ministry reminders. Number one, have you joined our Choose to Think podcast and Fired Up Mind community group on Facebook? We are a group of believers who are living out our lives on fire for God and His kingdom. It's also a safe place to discuss podcast episodes, what you're learning, what's making a difference to you. You can even chat directly with some of our guests. So come on over. I'd love to have you there. And the link is, of course, in the show notes. Number two, join me on December 7th through the 13th for the free online Identity in Jesus Christ Summit hosted by Rob Lohman. You can hear his story on episode 47, Authenticity and Identity. I'll also put the link in the show notes so you can snag your free ticket. Better yet, join with a friend or invite your small group to the summit with with a guest speaker lineup that includes Neil Anderson and the Robertsons from Duck Dynasty. Come on, it'll be fun. Number three, Also, mark your calendar for a free Facebook live event that mm -mm -mm, yours truly is hosting called the Fired Up Mind 
challenge. Over the course of seven days, I'll challenge you in three areas, your body, your beliefs, and your bonds. Every day for an hour, I'll share a devotional, brief teachings about neuroscience and the impact of your thoughts on your brain, literally. We'll also examine the brain-gut connection and relationship bonds and how to strengthen them. I'm planning the event now, so be on the lookout for an invitation from me soon. And I would appreciate your prayers big time as this is a first for me. Number four, speaking of prayer, my ministry needs your prayers and support. I cannot believe that we are just about to reach the milestone of one solid year of weekly podcasting. I've done my best, my very best to show up for you, listen to what you need, bring in encouraging guests with amazing stories and ministries to inspire you and edify you on your journey. And I'm trying so hard to reach 50 reviews on Apple Podcasts, just 50. Would you have just a minute to jump over there and subscribe to this show and write a review for me. Currently, I have 12, so I'm after 50. I would love it if you would go over there. Here's what one listener said. Her name is Tawanda Renee, and she wrote this recently. I quote, I just finished listening to another one of your episodes. I have little words to say, but inside I'm overwhelmed by your wisdom, insight, and guest shares. You definitely are a world changer with your gifts and purpose. I'm thrilled to share in the experience. Well, my goodness, what a blessing to my heart, those words were. And apparently this small act of writing a review is huge in the podcasting business, and it may lead others to the faith-filled messages that I put out each week. Another small thing that you could do is to copy the link to your favorite episode and post it on social media, text or email it to a friend. Truly, I cannot thank you enough for doing these things. One kind word and deed goes a long way in my heart. You've just no idea. And number five, finally, another way to support is through the C2T Merch and More store. I've got some unique designs there that would make awesome Christmas gifts as you're shopping around. Stay tuned to hear the themed design for today's episode. Okay, thank you again for tuning in and for your prayers and support. And yes, I also pray for you every single time I sit down to script out an episode. I ask God to encourage your heart and to light the fire that is already kindling so that together you and I are a part of a movement that matters in this life. We're extending hope and truth to a world that needs it perhaps like never before. We are kingdom influencers. Now on with the show. Okay, before we get started, let me be the first to say that if you're grieving from loss of a loved one, from COVID, or any other reason, you should be wearing grief these days. You're entitled to process your feelings and emotions, the sadness you are experiencing. Walking through grief is unique and highly personal for each individual. Take all the time you need as you grieve. When to take off the cloak of mourning is between you and God. And if you haven't listened to episode 41 with Amazon's number one best-selling author, Brian C. Taylor, and he wrote in the death, grief, and recovering categories, 
Or if you haven't heard episode 19 with certified grief recovery specialist, Mariana Rogers, you will certainly find validation and encouragement there. So go back and listen to those, please. My message today is actually pitched more toward those who have found themselves stuck in a position that's become so uncomfortable and they want out. You know, COVID makes a great center target on a dartboard, but the surprising news is that it's not about COVID. And if you and I keep throwing darts at COVID, well, we'll never hit the bullseye and find the joy and strength that God has waiting for us. First of all, why did I feel led to write about mindsets? Well, As I was studying and preparing for Psalm 118 and then knowing that it was going to air on Thanksgiving Day, you know, there is one verse there in that psalm that I absolutely love. Matter of fact, I collect scriptural wall hangings and this is one of them. It goes like this, quote, this is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Now, I'll tell you that this is the first thing I say when I awaken each and every morning. Well, Okay, first I try to figure out what day it is. And then it seems like once I figure out, you know, what that is, then there's a bit of avalanche of things to do or grade that day or places to go that day. I'm thinking like, okay, oh yeah, it's Friday. Uh, 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 it's, it's exam day at Jerson College, Friday family fun night. What are we having for dinner? Yeah, that's right, tacos. Anyway, you know what I mean. But then I take a deep breath after I figure out what day it is, and I bring my attention to the God of this universe, and I say, Lord, today is the day that you've made. I will rejoice and be glad in this day, and I will rejoice and be glad in you. Thank you for this day. And then I throw my feet over the edge of the bed, careful not to step on Rico the Morky, my five-pound blog mascot, my forever tiny, lovable creature who has my heart wrapped around his tiny front claw. Yes, he does. Okay, so what is this mindset that I am intentionally throwing on myself. It's called gratitude and praise and rejoicing. They're kind of all wrapped up in one, one big mindset, one big um, coat that I get aware. But let me tell you, I've had to work really hard to put to put this one on. And in part because of COVID. To me, COVID has been kind of like this black cloud that just won't seem to go away. My purpose here is not to get into all the different emotionally charged issues around COVID, like mask wearing, death counts, vaccines, all the politics, etc. Matter of fact, you may not even be wearing the COVID cloak around your mind. You may have some other coat that you're wearing these days, like anxiety or mild depression, inertia or listlessness, or you may be kind of mm, meh, flatlining it, not really concerned about your mindset as you're doing just fine these days. And if that's you, can you think of someone else who might need this message? So reach out to them and invite them to tune in. And before we go on, let's take a quick break from our sponsor. For me, I recognized there was a day when I was wearing this dreaded COVID mindset. You know, at the very beginning when it first came on, I guess back in March or so, I was just so busy. I mean, I teach for higher ed and although I've been teaching online for years, the task back in March to convert my face-to-face classes over to online was quite time consuming and a bit stressful for me. Later, we maybe got two to three months into quarantining and isolating when I recognized that it just felt down and a bit depressed and even confused. I was also angry at all the restrictions. I mean, did anyone else's summer vacation plans or travel plans get canceled like mine did? Yeah. Well, anyway, I guess what I found myself saying each morning after I woke up, you know, I figure out what day it is. Okay. Okay. It's Wednesday. But then I would say these three words, wash, rinse, repeat. 
Wash, rinse, repeat. Blah, blah, blah. What did this mean exactly? Well, each day seemed to roll into the next day, and it was the same old, same old. I was Sisyphus just pushing that rock up the hill only to have it roll back down and wait for me the next day. Things felt boring, really mundane. Yeah, and I also felt a bit exhausted and emotionally weary. I felt restricted and boxed in. Things felt tight and my emotional chest was being squeezed a bit. Finally, it dawned on me exactly what I was telling myself e- each day. I mean, who wants to wash, rinse, repeat? wash, rinse, repeat for their life, even a single day of it. Doesn't that sound lifeless and a bit dull? So since I'm in the choose to think business, I grabbed my piece of paper and I did a brain dump about all things COVID from fear to anger. Now, a brain dump is kind of like bullet point journaling. It's a laser sharp and focused, but it's also just a free for all. I spilled out onto paper all the emotions, the feelings, attitudes, thoughts, and beliefs I was actually engaging around this formidable opponent who had hijacked my brain and my mind. Okay, what were some of those thoughts that I wrote down? Here are just a few. I cannot stand wearing a mask. I can't travel like I want to. I can't see my friends so much anymore. I'm worried about my loved ones. Easter online say what? Things are so inconvenient now. Will I get my deposit back from the house I rented at the Gorge for our family vacay? What's happening to our world? Who can we even believe nowadays with all the news? Look at the division, divisiveness. What about our civil rights? Hmm. Well, you could probably add to that list, right? Did you notice all the can'ts? You know, when we do battle that, you know, the battlefield in our mind, one trick is to do is to shift our can'ts to cans. And believe me, I was ready to go to war against this mindset that was impacting my emotional well-being. I knew I needed truth leads to steer me in a healthy and vibrant direction in my life. I needed a boatload of cans. I reminded myself that I did not have a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound, disciplined, and self-controlled mind. Peace and joy were in the making. So instead of can't, I flipped it to cans whenever possible. I can wear a mask for a while. I can travel virtually now or start planning our next trip. God says each day is numbered for us. So although I can't control the health of my loved ones exactly, I can remind myself that God is enough for each one of them. I can find creative ways to deal with the inconveniences that I'm feeling right now. Okay, you get the idea. Well, you may think it's a bit funny, but my fast action truthly to replace wash, rinse, repeat became these three words, rise, shine, glorify. Yep. From the kids song, you know, rise and shine and give God the glory, glory. Yeah. Rise, shine, glorify. Just making this mindset shift totally changed my outlook and perspective and helped me to shift my eyes off myself. Suddenly, energy returned. I felt happier and joyful despite the external circumstances. I had a COVID cloak burning once and for all. You know, as Christians, we're told not to fear. But what do we do when we are fearful? A normal human emotion and response to danger. That is what fear is. Well, we have to shift our focus and our attention and our gaze. Our situation remains the same. COVID's still here. But what we're zooming in on 
changes. So I began to rewrite my internal dialogue, asking questions of myself. And I actually divided my battle strategy into three broad categories, staying connected, personal and spiritual growth and development, and practical opportunities. I came up with 18 questions, six for each category, that actually helped me to take my mind off myself, to take off that COVID mindset and put on a fresh and productive mindset. And you can find the entire list of questions on my blog post at victoriadwalker.com. Just search for 18 questions to ask yourself during COVID. And here we are some nine months later and COVID wages on. And as we are now undergoing another wave of restrictions, I wanted to come back for some reinforcements. I found myself needing to buckle up the belt of truth, cinching my waist. I had to put on my helmet of salvation, take up the sword of the spirit, squeeze into the breastplate of righteousness, grab that shield of faith and slip into those shoes that bring peace. I do not want to wear a COVID mindset or cloak again because it produces within me a certain level of anxiety and distorts the perfect peace that God has in store for me, even during and perhaps especially during distressing times. Tim Keller wrote in his Devo called the Songs of Jesus, quote, suffering, if handled rightly, can make us wiser, happier, and deeper. Psalm 118 was written when Nathan, King David's trusted servant and intimate friend, revealed to King David that he was not to be the one to build the temple for God in Jerusalem. God had taken David from the pasture with sheep to to make him a great leader over the nation of Israel. He made David great, but it would be his son Solomon who would build the house. David's response to the extraordinary news that he would not be permitted to build the temple for the Lord was one of prayer. David focused on the blessing that came from God's covenant with Israel and the promise that God would bless his house forever. David doesn't appear to grieve, rant, or pick up any fear over the fact that he would not receive the human honor of erecting this palace for the God he had served and the God who had demonstrated extraordinary love for him as a man after God's own heart. It was the God who had picked him out as a shepherd boy to eventually shepherd the Hebrew people, the God who had spared his life more times than David could probably count, the God who had been with David during the ups and downs of his entire life. I'm quite certain that David would have loved to have built the house for the Lord, but this privilege was not given to him in part because of all the blood that was shed during his life. David's expectations were probably dashed as things were not quite turning out like he had anticipated. David could have put on a cloak of self-pity or bewilderment or pride or anger or fear or distress and depression, but he didn't. The door to an anticipated blessing was closed for David, but he chose to trust God and continue to praise him despite the external scenario. And I think that's a good lesson for me regarding my mindsets and attitudes, especially about things that I cannot control. And as I read this lovely song, try to personalize it a bit within the context of your mindsets and attitudes nowadays as you face something that may have you a bit down. As you listen, you'll hear echoes in the psalm of questions like these. Um, is God? Could God actually be enlarging your territory somehow, even though, even during this distressing COVID season? 
Is God opening a new door for you, perhaps to do something you've never, ever done before? Is he increasing your influence? In whom are you trusting these days? Can you delight that God is your refuge in the here and now? And there's no need to wait to find the deep peace that he alone is offering you. You don't have to wait for it. It's right there. Well, I'd like to challenge you to put on a mindset of praise and thanksgiving and declare that God is for you and not against you, that his goodness and loving kindness is everlasting, and that by his name you are victorious. Can you repeatedly rejoice in each single day he's given to you? Can you give God your very best during times of COVID when you're not getting the answers you anticipated or when things go a total 180 from what you had planned? Can you give him more of your precious time as a sacrifice to his name? As it turns out, giving thanks is mentioned five times in this psalm. King David gives thanks as he remembered God's promise to him and the nation. He did not focus on restrictions or limitations or loss, but rather he thought on God's love for him, even when life wasn't turning out quite like he had planned. And I can't think of a better Thanksgiving message. So let's listen. Psalm 118, the NASB version. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness is everlasting. Oh, let Israel say, his loving kindness is everlasting. Oh, let the house of Aaron say, his loving kindness is everlasting. Oh, let those who fear the Lord say, his loving kindness is everlasting. From my distress I called upon the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me in a large place. The Lord is for me, I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I will look with satisfaction on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. All nations surrounded me. In the name of the Lord, I will surely cut them off. They surrounded me. Yes, they surrounded me. In the name of the Lord, I will surely cut them off. They surrounded me like bees. They were extinguished as a fire of thorns. In the name of the Lord, I will surely cut them off. You pushed me violently so that I was falling, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. The sound of joyful shouting and salvation is in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I will not die, but live, and tell of the works of the Lord. The Lord has disciplined me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I shall enter through them. I shall give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous will enter through it. I shall give thanks to you, for you have answered me, and you have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. 
This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, do save, we beseech you. O Lord, we beseech you, do send prosperity. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has given us light. Bind the festival sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I give thanks to you. You are my God, I extol you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness is everlasting. And this is the word of the Lord. I hope, Brain Changer, that you will commit to taking my challenge to take off that COVID cloak and put on a garment of praise and thanksgiving. That old cloak doesn't fit. And by the way, the merch design for this episode is I choose to rejoice and be glad in this day. You know, I hope that tomorrow when your eyes first flutter awake, that you have a song in your heart and that you proclaim today is the day that the Lord has made and that you will rejoice and be glad in it. I pray that you're able to say, I will rise, shine, and glorify. And that's my mission today. You know what? You don't even have to wait until tomorrow morning. I know it says his mercies are new every morning, but for some of us, they seem to be new every minute. Father, thank you for encouraging us to keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy before him endured the cross on our behalf. And now he sits down at your side. Thank you for this amazing mercy and grace that you've extended to each one of us, your kids. Help us to renew our minds and give thanks in everything, COVID notwithstanding. In Jesus' name, amen. And I'll see you next week, same place, same time. And until then, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Chao.